Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Nate here. Before we get started, I want to tell you about our mock-off season sale, offering our lowest price for a yearly membership. You can save 31% off the price you would pay over a year with a monthly membership. And in addition, of course, to all parts of the mock-off season, which we haven't even fully finished recording yet, but has already gone over five hours of recording time. You will get every Hollinger and Duncan episode featuring the godfather of NBA analytics, John Hollinger. You get everything you need to keep up with the NBA from me and Danny LaRue with deep dives on every playoff game, every signing of the offseason, every trade, every roster summer league prospect breakdown. There's just nowhere else that you can get this level of information about all 30 teams, whether it's detailed game breakdown, salary cap analysis, and scouting, and of course, no ads as well. Plus, uh, we've added Dan Feldman over the last year. He writes uh, a daily newsletter wrapping up uh, all of the news, adding uh, his spin from nine years uh, at NBC Sports. And he even has an audio version uh, of those daily dunks uh, as well. It's about 10 minutes a day. We've added Seth Partno as a writer a couple times a week, giving you unparalleled analysis, uh, the best writer doing deep dives in the analytics space. Uh, used to work for the Milwaukee Bucks. If you are a serious basketball fan, someone hoping to get into basketball, his analysis is absolutely essential and you can't get it anywhere else for these nerdy deep dive topics. And you get access to our amazing Discord of fellow basketball nerds, plus chats from all four of us once a month. You get all your favorite podcasts like the mock off season that you're about to listen to, the mock trade deadline, our top 10 prospects, top 10 players in the NBA, off season and preseason outlooks for all 30 teams, the 15 and 60s, where we look at each team in the NBA every other week. And then also, I want to remind you too if you're in a difficult financial situation, we do offer highly discounted memberships. There's information on that in my pinned tweet. There's a a letter there at Nate Duncan NBA. So uh, if you truly can't afford to pay the full price, uh, we don't want to lose anyone overpriced if you're really in a difficult situation. So uh, we absolutely can accommodate you. Again, details in that in the letter that is uh, linked in my pinned tweet at Nate Duncan NBA. Enjoy the show. And if you are not yet a Dunktown Prime subscriber, we hope to see you there. Well, it has taken quite a bit to get to this point, but the ninth, ninth annual mock-off season is now underway, and we are, are definitely under the gun. we got a lot to get done here on this Tuesday before NBA free agency kicks off, uh, and want to welcome in uh, all of your favorites. Let's start with Newark, New Jersey's finest, Kevin Pelton. <laughs> Not anymore, but look, if you don't like the te- moves I make for your team in the mock-off season, I'm blaming it all on the weather and the uh, the greater NYC Metro on Monday. <laughs> well, Sunday and Monday, uh, actually. Uh, so the weather was actually perfect on Sunday. There were there were very different issues on Sunday, but uh, yeah, mon- Monday was no fun. Uh, I'm glad that you uh, are back here to pull the center of gravity of this podcast firmly west of the geographical center of the United States uh, located in northern Kansas. The man who <laughs> threatened to upset that momentarily coming to you live from New Jersey, Danny LaRue. How are you, man? Doing well. Truck, trucking along. You know how it is. And the man who refuses to recognize the primacy of the one true Pacific time zone, 
Dan Feldman. Hey, we're just a couple weeks from me being in Las Vegas for Summer League, and uh, it's Pacific time all the way then. <laughs> Wait, Dan, have you ever done Summer League before? I have not done Summer League. Wow. It's very yeah. rare when we get all, all four of us in the same place at the same time. And, and, by, and by rare, you mean it has never happened? <laughs> never, hey, we still we've still never we've designated survivor it the entire time yeah well if D- danny is hoping to make it for a brief appearance with the baby this year uh so it will i we are fingers crossed god willing that it will happen this year and i would just it, it, it's it's almost harder to get the four of us together than it will be to get some of these contract negotiations to the finish line <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't jinx it danny don't don't say that yet well and i would also recommend that anyone uh, around whatever it is july 9th steer clear of las vegas and the resulting black hole or singularity or whatever it is that's going to result from all four of us <laughs> physically being the same place at the same time so with everyone uh nice uh and uh fresh and rested <laughs> let's uh let's get started here we'll do the usual tactic you guys can uh each go through and list all your teams and where they are financially and what some of your objectives are going to be kp let's start with you Nate, you've forgotten one important tradition here you haven't asked us how we're all doing <laughs> well i was i was hoping to kind of move things along quickly i know we're uh we're under the gun a little bit time wise uh, but uh maybe i can do that at the end but th- th- then we'll get some interesting answers to that question no, no, the, too the point is we need to all answer at the same time remember what, what do you what makes you think i don't remember that uh, but perhaps i just thought that that joke after uh, nine <gasps> years was like a little hackneyed and i just wasn't gonna do it this year but it, i must if i must ask it how's everyone doing good doing great good. it took us nine years but we've outsmarted you <laughs> kp just I wanted thought, to show it off see i thought that happened like three years ago already Danny never even said he hasn't even told me how he's doing yet. <laughs> I said it was good. I unmuted for like a half a second. Okay. He hasn't said it from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we actually go through our teams? I, I think we should. Dan, uh, why don't you start since KP uh, rejected the opportunity <laughs> to to begin and now we'll be uh, last in the queue. <laughs> Uh, the Lakers can open about $29 million in cap space. Ideally, we'd like to add a big-time player, but maybe we'll just re-sign our own guys. And also, uh, we would like to find out, uh, LeBron, are, are you retiring? Are you playing next year? What's going on? I got a lot of things to think about. Uh, okay, just just so you know, we're, we're definitely going to be building toward the future then uh, instead of the present. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I'm under contract and I, I do I do need some money to maybe try to save up to get that premium Pandora subscription instead of the ad supported <laughs> version someday. So I guess I will come back. Okay, good to know. Also, you've also managed to steal the news cycle at least once with this. So maybe you can do it a second time by announcing you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> on june 30th yeah, yeah right, right on june 30th the pacific division champions and reigning regular season kings of california the sacramento kings uh, now have roughly 27 to 30 million in space depending on some of our retentions and we're looking to use that plus the room exception to make the best possible team moving forward the atlanta hawks now have access to our non-tax mid-level exception after yesterday's john collins trade that was not at all financially motivated by getting out of the tax uh we're hoping to add a quality contributor with that exception uh and his business we are waving bruno fernando and tyrese martin but guaranteeing the contract of garrison matthews yeah and that certainly uh is news uh, uh, uh good news to the ears of the player agent because uh, I, I read in that same article that you're willing to just go right back into the tax uh, to sign any, any players if needed so uh, i'm sure that uh, a lucrative deal uh, awaits for anyone signing well, in atlanta i don't know that doing the non-tax will do as that that's going to require the trade exception i think for us to go into the tax so i don't know if it helps you okay one more time you're waving fernando and who is the other one you are waving tyrese martin ah yes perfect thank you the detroit pistons are exercising alec burks's team option we'll have about 30 million dollars in cap space we want centers of course ideally we can get a good young forward uh, who can grow with our young core we'd also look into a slightly older forward who can help now the Utah Jazz feel slightly betrayed by fellow Danny, Danny Ainge, because we had these <laughs> ambitious plans, and now we have John Collins, who is a very good basketball player, but now we're looking at between 12 and 21 million in space. We could we could 
shake out a little bit more, and we may do that for the right player. Is uh, is Kelly Olynyk getting guaranteed? We are. What, what's the guarantee date on him? Uh, June twenty eighth. We are. We're gonna waive him. Whoa. Okay. Is this is this gonna be a wave and stretch, or are we just waving? For now, we're just waving. Okay. I feel like I feel like I gotta see if I get some Olynyk teams. I think there's one of my teams that might not have made a move if they knew there, he was coming available. Uh, the Chicago Bulls are building around our core like the contenders we obviously are. After coming closer to knocking off Miami than any other East team this postseason, <laughs> we are waving Marco Simonovic and have access to our non-tax MLE in the BA. The Dallas Mavericks would like to re-sign Kyrie Irving, ideally at a low enough salary that we can use our non-taxpayer mid-level exception and maybe even the biannual exception. The Atlanta Magic are trying to use our roughly $22 million in cap space. We're keeping Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac. Isaac, we could move later on. Um, trying to add players who make sense around our young foundation of Paolo Bencaro, Mo Wagner, sorry, Fr- Franz Wagner, Wendell Carter. We'll probably bring back Mo and other young players that we just drafted to build a good team. And and I assume that means guaranteeing Gary Harris and Bull Bull. Correct. The Houston Rockets have more than sixty million in cap space. We are looking to take a step forward next season, but with young players on good contracts, especially now that James Harden apparently wants to stay in Philadelphia. The Brooklyn Nets plan to match any offers sheets for Cam Johnson, we'd like to get out of the tax, uh, but we're completely comfortable taking it into the season to do that. The Philadelphia 76ers are hopeful that we can retain James Harden if he's willing to accept a reasonable contract. Um, we're roughly $40 million below the tax, not counting anything for Harden, and then we, of course, have other potential retentions and additions that we are considering. The Indiana Pacers also saw our plans affected by the John Collins trade because we were hoping to trade for him. Uh, that being off the table, we're still looking Jazz to here, add... you sure? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe we can talk no, off. No, we're not. It's a little too unrealistic. Uh, add a young front court talent uh, on a, a value contract. We have about thirty-two million in cap space and eighteen million to get to the floor. The Golden State Warriors would like to re-sign Draymond Green, ideally to a lower salary than he would have made on his player option, uh, but longer multi-year uh, deal. We want to keep our tax bill not absolutely crazy, and uh, we'd love to re-sign Dante Divincenzo if that's possible. The Toronto Raptors are mostly off the podcast, gauging the trade market for all of our key players while also negotiating in good faith with Fred Van Vliet and Jakob Pertl. And I assume waving Thaddeus Young. Correct. Uh, the LA Clippers are hoping to aggregate multiple contracts to trade for a player on a larger but possibly even worse one. Uh, and we are guaranteeing Eric Gordon and Brandon Boston Jr., but not Jason Preston. Oh, or Piston powered writer. Yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks would like to keep Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, but we're also freaking out a little bit about facing the repeater tax. The Portland Trailblazers will have it all. We are going to keep and play all of our young talent while building a team that could compete around Damian Lillard for the time being. That's realistic, right? She was to say, thread the needle, Danny. Thread the needle. The Memphis Grizzlies uh, don't really have a roster spot. We were hoping to, uh, you know, thinking about declining Xavier Tillman Sr.'s team option in order to have something to do here on the mock-off season, but uh, the, the Grizzlies went ahead and took that one out of our hands by exercising that team option. The Cavaliers would like to use the non-taxpayer middle exception to get a starting small forward. Uh, we're also interested in re-signing Karis LeVert. If we can do that and stay out of the luxury tax, we're also guaranteeing Jetty Osmond's salary. The New Orleans Pelicans would love to find someone who makes sense in our closing five, and we will quietly, quietly listen on everyone on our roster. The Miami Heat will not have access to our exceptions is a likely second apron team, uh, but still are hoping to add an all-star point guard who likes Miami-themed music. <laughs> and we are guaranteeing Highwood, Haywood Highsmith. Nick's here. Uh, we are interested in all the players who were just mentioned uh, by those last two. Uh, we want to avoid the hard cap to keep star trade possibilities open. Um, we probably want to keep talking to Josh Hart a little bit before free agency opens of whether it makes sense to have him opt out and resign or do an opt-in and extension. Uh, we have the non-taxpayer MLE, but no rotation spots. So again, to keep uh, that that hard cap from encumbering us later, we probably won't use it unless somebody really good wants to come. The Boston Celtics, even after acquiring Kristaps Porzingis, we would like to retain Grant Williams unless someone makes an unreasonable offer sheet. And if we lose him, if we have the wiggle room, we would like to use the taxpayer mid-level, but we'll have to see how all that shakes out. The Minnesota Timberwolves uh, have access to our non-taxpayer MLE, but uh, after the extension for Nas Reed the other day, Gordon
going to be difficult for us to use that and re-sign Nikhil Alexander-Walker. We are guaranteeing Jordan McLaughlin, but not Torian Prince and declining Nathan Knight's team option. All right, is that it? Uh, Nope. Nope. Not not close. I'm just, I'm just I'm just marking Nathan Knight's team option. We gotta get the big moves in, Nate. Okay. The Charlotte Hornets. We're selling the team, baby. Whatever. We don't care. We're gonna probably operate as an over the cap team. Just keep it simple. Resign PJ Washington, Dennis Smith Jr., and uh whatever the new owners tell us to do with Miles Bridges, not our problem anymore. The 2023-24 NBA champion Phoenix Suns are looking to keep whatever good free agents um, we can retain and woo minimum guys, which may be outside the scope of this fair podcast. The Oklahoma City Thunder are hoping to continue using their remaining cap space after tra- for trade purposes. Uh, we have cut into that a bit because we are going to exercise Lindy Waters' third team option, guarantee Jeremiah Robinson Earl's contract, and we are also sending the better of our second round picks in 2027, which come from our own Houston, Indiana, and Miami to the Washington Wizards to bring Mike Miscala back home to Oklahoma City, where he belongs. Yes! Wizards here. Uh, we are glad to facilitate one trade, and we'd be looking to trade uh, all of our veterans, especially uh, point guards Monty Morris and DeLon Wright. For anybody interested in that, um, we're rebuilding, so maybe there's a young player to we'll add, but... Uh, might also be the last you hear from us. The newly minted NBA champion Denver Nuggets will relish our success, but also fully intend to retain Bruce Brown. He knows what we can offer. Hopefully he accepts it. And that's our primary thing. He knows what we can offer. Famous last words. The San Antonio Spurs are sitting on about $34 million in cap space. Need to spend $25 million to get to the floor, not uh, you know taking out Trey Jones's cap hold on that one. And we're hoping to sign him to a descending long-term contract and maybe add a young player on the perimeter, but uh, use whatever is left on bad contracts. Now that's it, Nate. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I wasn't uh, physically crossing off every single team on my my team's list uh, as you guys were talking. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, then before we get started, wanted to go through just some of the common contract types, just so people have it in their minds where we are now in terms of this salary cap environment. I don't know if anyone's going to get this, but the absolute most that Kyrie Irving could get as a five-year, 35% max player with the maximum 8% annual raises would be a starting salary of $47.6 million, five years going up to $276 million total, making almost $63 million in that fifth year. A four-year deal at 35% of the salary cap would come in at $213 million. The third 30% max players uh, seven to nine years of experience. I think I'll just go mostly with the four-year deals here because I think that's more what we're looking at at this point. A player returning to his same team on a four-year deal at that 30% max, that's looking at four years, 182. So about 45 million per year there. Lop 7 million uh, off of that. Uh, four years, 175 for a player at the 30% max elsewhere for restricted free agents the most that could be offered would be a four-year deal with five percent raises four years 146 million starts at 34 million average annual value is about 36 and a half there then some of the more common player contract types 
The mid-level is up uh, this year, starts at $12.4 million in the first year, four years, a little over $53 million is the total there with the permitted 5% annual raises. The tax MLE, a lot lower this year in the new CBA. Two years, $10.3 million. It's a flat $5 million in the first year. The BAE, almost as much uh, as the tax MLE at this point in time, $4.5 million to start. Two years, $9.3 million in total. The room exception is much higher this year. Got about a 40% bump. $7.7 million to start. You can give up to a three-year deal. That's up from two years in prior CBAs. So that's a three-year, a little over $24 million deal, $8 million a year with uh, that room exception on a three-year deal. So those are some of the most common contract types that are going to be out there to keep in mind as we're doing these negotiations. Well, Portland, let's start with you guys here because... This well, why, why why would you do that? What are what are we at the center of right now? Uh, the needle and the thread. <laughs> 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 and while that all sounds uh, very good, uh, we've seen a, a lot of teams struggle with that. Uh, I've noted as well here as uh, Damian Lillard's agent that we have four players in the backcourt. Basically, nobody signed in our front court. Uh, just uh, just between us, Portland. What is your big plan here that's actually realistic to get us into feeling like we're at least have a chance of being a solid playoff team in the west because i mean i would never ask for a trade you know i i'm just uh, the greatest blazer ever and you know but i also uh you know wouldn't want to not have to ask for a trade or you know i i i'm just a little worried about how things are going i really want to contend i'm sure though that you have a great plan for that we are looking to retain Jeremy Grant, assuming the price is reasonable, and that probably limits our ability to use the full non-taxpayer mid-level. We can see what Grant is willing to take. We would be, we have some interesting targets should that come into play, somebody like Brooke Lopez or Josh Hart or Dylan Brooks, depending on what happens with all of them. And we also have plenty of matching salary now. The problem is we whether teams are interested in that matching salary. If, you know, I, we would love to turn Yusuf Nurkic into Anthony Davis if that's something that you would like. But of course, that's probably not going to happen. So working within the constraints that we have, we are not willing to trade Scoot Henderson or Shaden Sharp for anything other than an established high level player pre prime or in prime. And I, I don't think that offer is on the table. So does that give you an idea of where we are? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, after our meeting. I want to give you a little bit of a chance. I am excited about some of this uh, young talent. I do love being in Portland. Here, 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 Damien, I have an an idea here that might might be one to do this. How about we go on a very soft listening tour and we see what is out there and you can give us some input. If there are, if there are teams that are talking to us that you are not particularly interested in, we, you know, we have the right to, to do what we want, but we are going to consider your feelings within reason. So how about we go around a little bit, see what teams are interested in your services and what they're willing to offer and try to cut co- and, and just understand the world that we are dealing with. And then we can come to a collaborative solution. Does that make sense well i i just i hope you understand uh, that i would never want to leave portland uh, under any circumstances and you know, if you guys want to do that if you guys want to be the ones to end this relationship uh, and and break up i would never acquiesce to that but if if you're telling me that you might want to do that then maybe i might be interested in possibly thinking about other places that i would want to be and you know certainly i would never let that get out in the form of like a nationally televised interview or something like that (laughs) but uh you know if you want to do it do it very quiet as long as it's obvious that you're the one breaking up with me i would never i'm loyal to the city of portland to the very end Ten toes down. You could. I. I, uh, I would just be curious. You know, maybe just for my own edification, uh, uh, just so I know, like, you know, what, a, how great a player I am, and how many teams want me. I still would never want to leave. Noted. Miami Heat here. All right. Uh, so at this point, based on our current pick protections owed to the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, we can only do two first round picks in 2028 and 2030. But we can we can offer you those along with Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Victor Oladipo. Tower Hero doesn't really do a ton for us, considering we already have another offense first two 
guard who doesn't really defend anyone. We will we will listen and uh, we'll tell you that if it's just two first round picks for a team that has generally been well run over the last little while, that probably is insufficient for us if you can try to figure out a way to get something better. But to give other teams a signal, two first round picks. I mean, you, we've seen what players like Anthony Davis have gone for. Damian Lillard is under team control for a remarkably long time. You don't have to negotiate a contract with him. So you could you, get into you also, that. Also, don't get to negotiate a contract with him because he's going to get the max when that extension kicks in one way or another. Semantics. Semantics. Um, but just just an idea that that probably maybe we if we can find a way with Tower Hero, but I'm telling you that that is probably below the bar for us right now. But if another team can come stronger than that, then we're interested. And I actually have one I want to ask. We'll send a little feeler out to Mr. Lillard firsthand. New Orleans Pelicans here. Would you be interested at all in joining us? You we've we know that there were murmurs that you were interested in playing with Zion Williamson. Would you be willing to do that in New Orleans rather than Portland? Or is that something that that would not be on your list. Yeah, CJ tells me that as I always suspected, Portland is actually a better food city than New Orleans. So I, I just I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm interested in, in well, well, that. Well, how would you how would you feel if CJ you didn't have to take CJ's word for it because he was going to be back in Portland in the place that he loves so very much? No, I don't. I think I would rather just uh, play out my days uh, in Portland rather than uh, end up in New Orleans. It just hasn't been uh, a place that people generally uh, have wanted to go for whatever reason. So. So I, I know that they're they're not going to be. I don't trust the ownership to pay the tax. It's been kind of crazy there. I don't know if I want to put my eggs in that Zion Williamson basket. So I, th- I think I would not be be interested there. I've never really thought about them as a place that I wanted to. Go. Uh, Lakers, Nets, Warriors, Bucks, and Knicks here all with a <laughs> very similar pitch, which is we want to talk to Damian Lillard. We don't want to talk to the Trailblazers. Um, eat shit. And we, we would, uh, you know, we could each individually go over why we'd like to have you uh, if you're interested at all in any of us uh, but our our way of thinking of this is you know of course the trailblazers will, will work with you so tell them you want to come to our team and then we can work out a deal uh we you know that's far more viable to us than just going to portland well so uh, what are those teams again lakers nets warriors bucks knicks and i'd be happy to go through with each of them of, of what our selling point is um yeah i think if there's any interest at all uh, you know, I'm not sure that anyone of those teams other than the Knicks has enough to interest Portland. And there are some certainly not the Lakers. And you, you don't you don't think Portland would send you where you want to go and just get a the best offer from that team? Well, we already saw that Miami, which has more to offer, it wasn't offering enough. So I, it may not be realistic. And I've also just never mentioned those teams. Brooklyn is one that I think I might have have some interest in, though. Why don't we go there? Okay. Um, you know, I, I think you'd like to play with Mikhail Bridges. Um, we've got a, a weird assortment of, of picks and, and players. And, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing we can find something that interests Portland. I, I think the Trailblazers once upon a time uh, liked Ben Simmons. Yeah, and I do love uh, Mikhail Bridges. I, I think I, I, I might be might possibly be interested. I think we would, we would have a pretty interesting group there, assuming Nets that you can hold on to all of your really good players and it's just kind of Simmons and picks going back. If we if I'm not be playing with Mikhail Bridges or Cam Johnson or Nick Claxton or Spencer Dinwiddie over there, kind of doesn't really seem worth it. So uh, why don't you uh, why don't you see if you can work something out? Uh, maybe just like a, a general framework uh and you know obviously my preference is to stay in portland but just just for my edification just so i'd know what a team would be willing to offer for me and you know i'm sure portland was still going to try to get something done but just as a possible backup plan maybe it's worth coming to a rough idea right now but i'm still going to give portland a chance to really build this team because i don't want people thinking that i didn't give them enough of a chance <laughs> to build around me I mean, it's only been uh, uh, over 10 seasons i think people really n- not understand <laughs> if i want it out right now so i, I want to give them this a chance through this offseason but uh you know i do i would like to have maybe have the outlines of something in place if portland is not able to build uh, the contender that joe cronin has been so adamant they are trying to build your entire life you've been told to save 
But has anyone helped you figure out how to spend? With Fidelity Income Planning, get help creating a personalized plan for cash flow, even when you're not working. One that includes your 401k and all your other accounts. Make informed decisions that best fit your life ahead, whether one-on-one or through our planning tools. Learn more at fidelity.com slash income planning. Advisory services provided by Fidelity Personal and Workplace Advisors, LLC for a fee. Brokerage services by Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, Portland, as the Nets, uh, we were thinking of offering your choice of, in addition to Ben Simmons, a a still fairly young former All-Star. We were thinking of offering your choice of any two of our first round picks that, that we have. Obviously, we've already traded our own picks for the next few years, uh, but we've got uh, the 2027 Phoenix first. We've got a 2029 Phoenix uh, first. We've got uh, a Mavericks first that year. We have swap rights with Phoenix in 2028. We'll, we'll give you any two of those picks that you value you the most uh in addition to ben simmons two first round picks for taking on not only a one-year commitment but a multi-year commitment to ben simmons is insufficient you guys have plenty of picks with everything that you've acquired three or three or more if, if you're not willing to get to three then close the door I, i'm thinking four but some of those four can be on the ones that you're more willing to give up but three that we choose and then a fourth that do that and if if it ends up being you, you get what i'm saying if the general parameters I think we could compromise on three. I think that'd be fair. Um, j- just just for planning. I mean, do you have interest in our our most recent two first round picks, Noah Clowney or Derek Whitehead? Potentially, um, Whitehead is a is kind of an, an intriguing bet, kind of like bet low guy. You know, he had was a highly regarded high school prospect. So we would we could. I think he's though those guys are maybe more in the salary matching range, but they are sweeteners. Like we we definitely mm. you know they're young players on reasonable contracts, but I don't think that they necessarily like take the place of an unprotected first round pick okay so how about we do let's see what could we do we could do uh phoenix's 2025 first well here phoenix, if you're if 20- you're letting if you're letting me pick then then all well no then no I'll... if you want that that was the offer for two uh letting you pick is not what how about you let me pick two and then you pick one <laughs> that's interesting i would do it the other way you could pick well, one then we pick well two. then you're not getting damian lillard so what what would the two you pick be i'm gonna go dallas's 2029 there's a chance that Luka Doncic is gone from there by then and your own uh with see so that could be either because you have a swap in 27 so that could be 28 28 or 29 um we can we can probably let's do your own in 28 because then we don't have these all loaded in the same year well we we do have a swap with phoenix in 2028 oh you do have a swap and uh, you, have, you have a swap in 20 okay so then we could do um do you have the do you get the better of those two yeah so i guess so we could i guess take you would the, get the better take, of those yes and the dallas 2029 yeah in 28 remember can also potentially be swapped for the brooklyn pick or the philadelphia pick that year uh the, that's so we just get the, we to. just get the best of those selections if not already settled okay so the 20 you'd get the you'd get the best of those in the 2028 swap you'd get the dallas 2029 first and you would get the uh oh do i want to send you the uh 2025 Phoenix first, or do I want to send you the 2027 Philadelphia first? We're going to send you the 20. And as a point of clarification, this third pick has to actually convey. So if it if it's one of those ones that like from Philly that becomes seconds, then we get another first. Yeah, we'll do the. We'll just keep it simple. We do the 2025 Phoenix first, and we would do that trade. What? So Ben Simmons is a part of the matching salary. Um, again, we, if we're trading Damian Lillard. It's not we're not too present focused here. But just to be kind of <laughs> don't worry, neither is Ben Simmons. Oh, oh yeah, it's not necessarily <laughs> that part. So would we like in, in terms of your players? Like we would love to like you did so well with the Phoenix Suns. Are there any players on on your kind of your ledger that aren't as clearly a part of it, but also aren't clearly negative contracts? So like we're interested in having Spencer Dinwiddie shepherd our young players in. Um, Joe Harris could be potentially useful. Dorian Finney-Smith is a wonderful fit. We know Claxton and Bridges and Johnson are not in this deal. But of those other players, are there any, like we would like to 
to fill this with players who could actually be a part of our team, even just for the next year. How are you kind of how are you want to fill the rest of this trade? Miami here. Can we just weigh in like, yeah, you might not love the hero is a fit with Simon's already on the roster, but he's clearly better salary than you're getting from Brooklyn. He's going to have trade value if you want to flip him to another team. Yeah. And uh, Damien here, I would rather go to Miami. Portland. I think that's I, I think that's you know Brooklyn oh, maybe oh, it could be okay oh, oh, I'm never gonna ask out now you're now you're coming Mr. Pick and Choose well I mean we're all speaking in, in hypotheticals here but yeah. surely if you decide that you would like to make <laughs> a trade then uh you would surely want to do right by me and send me to where I most would want to be if the packages were at all comparable. Isn't that a fair thing to ask after so, okay, 12 years okay, of then, service? So then, so then Brooklyn, your package needs to become not comparable. You need to give me a fourth. If, so that was not at, the at intent what, of making that statement. At, at what point are we complete? Because I, I think Simmons for uh, for uh, Lillard straight up would would work uh, now, right? Oh, this league year. Um, well, well, so you were that next year it wouldn't work just due to the salary the salary matching under the new CBA. I think it's got to be what? next year because we're we're still going to give Portland the chance to try to make the team around Lillard. Also, I don't Wait, think so, that does work this year, right? Yeah, so we're forty two point nine is the most they can take back for Simmons. Yeah, so we're we're talking about this. I mean, I don't know what what date this is, but you, but you're telling me, Dame, that that you're even if the Nets and Trailblazers we reach an agreement between us, you're going to tell the Trailblazers, I'm not pressuring you to do this. I don't want you to do this. I want to give. I'd rather give you time. So even if I offer this fourth first round pick and the Nets accept it or in the, tra- uh, the Trailblazers accept it as Dame, you're going to say, I don't want to do this right now. Nay, not right now, no. But I, I think there's a substantial possibility that, you know, if Portland made that decision because they are the ones deciding that they don't think they can build a team around me after I've given them the chance to <laughs> uh, in this free agency, that it's something that I, I might consider. I mean, I, I think we can probably, the last thing to do here before we get into the rest of free agency, since we're not, uh, you know, I'm not asking to be traded right now. I want to be very clear about that. And Portland has told me that they their first option is to try to build around me. But maybe we should see if there is just the broad framework of a deal for Miami that Portland would accept, maybe even if it's not as good as the the Brooklyn deal. Putting outside the the Brooklyn deal, is there anything that Portland would even accept from Miami? So, hey, Miami. Yeah, so yeah. you can't you can't give us more than you can't give us more than a second first round pick. Like there isn't a realistic, even if you loosened the protection on the one that you owe to OKC because that's twenty five. So theoretically, you can't you can't do like twenty seven twenty. 930 for those reasons well, so that means i mean the, this is this is stepping outside of what we would say in the context of the negotiations we could just move that okc pick to 2026 unprotected in which case then we could offer 24 28 30 but how about but, how about this let's 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 move outside of that and instead do two firsts and two swaps for the kind of remaining like kind of remaining years in there now that we want these swaps to be far out because for some reason we think the heat will be better than the blazers the next couple of seasons if you get Damian Lillard but something where you're you know you're 27 like if we get your so we we get your 27 and 29 or your 28 and 30 but then have swaps in other available years yeah I mean I think it's safer at this point to say 28 and 30 because we can offer those or yeah I guess 27 and 29 is two first two available and then 28 and 30 swaps Sure. I think we're amenable to that framework. Okay. And uh, you said, so Hero, Duncan Robinson, because those are both multi-season contracts um, that we have to consider and navigate. And, and Oladipo, we'd like to be in this trade. Yeah, I mean, that's that's matching salary. Like, that's as, that we're, we're okay with that if it needs if it needs to happen. He's he's an expiring contract. It's, it's not our favorite thing in the world, but if it needs to happen, needs to happen. You you For you, is there a significant utility difference in terms of, like, Kyle Lowry instead of Duncan Robinson like that's that would be the framework for us and then you, you we could you know we could even take on potentially some short-term extra salary but just to get out of that multi-year obligation that's going to be hard for us to offload yeah I think we'd be amenable to that okay because it's like I Duncan mean, Robinson's a reasonable player but we don't necessarily need him for the team we're creating especially if we also have Tyler Hero for at least the time being and look we could figure out the salary piece of this sure you know, okay but so, but so the, fr- the foundations of two first two swaps 
And okay, I, I, Damien, is that is that okay? Well, not not not, not, not approval, right now. Not I, approving. I I mean, let, I assume it's full steam ahead as we go into free agency here to try to to build around the best player that uh, uh in Portland Trailblazers history. But uh, I I would prefer to go to Miami. I I would say uh, if you know you decide that you uh, want to trade me it, it it's good to know like i'm sure i'm sure sean i'm sure we have favorable people involved in these negotiations maybe even as a spurned third party that can that can get our side of the story out there that you were a, <laughs> a critical voice in the process if that could could somehow make its way somewhere publicly so yes we think this is this is the framework of a deal that we would be willing to accept even if it is less then we could maybe get in perfect circumstances. I think it is reasonable. All right. And I assume you'll be rehiring Neil Shea to, to really get the word out behind the scenes of what actually went on. <laughs> I don't know that we will need to, but, and we don't need to make you happy anymore. So I think we'll be fine. Okay. So I put Portland, I'm, I'm still, my preference is still to win in Portland uh, as Damian Lillard. So I, I assume you'll, you'll still try everything that you possibly can here. This is all just theoretical conversation, but I, I think the time has come to move east uh, of the Mississippi to discuss our first actual free agent, one James Harden. And you'll recall, Philly, that I took way less, way less than the max. I didn't demand a long-term deal last season. I have opted out, uh, but I took, not only did I take less over the long-term, but I took uh, about $13 million less to facilitate the plans to win, bring in P.J. Tucker, bring in Daniel House, also probably save you guys some luxury tax money. Hope you remember that one, Josh Harris. So I assume I, I can't get the five-year max, but usually when guys play ball like that, uh, there's an, a reasonable expectation, surely not pre-negotiated, but uh, a reasonable expectation that you're going to take care of me this offseason. And of course, you can't afford to lose me. And I don't know if you heard, but I, I, I like the city of Houston. They've got $61 million in cap space, and no doubt they would just give me the max offer that I'm looking for. So Philly, what can you do for me? I wouldn't want to have to go and talk to Houston here. I, I, my preference is to win and play with new coach Nick Nurse. Uh, but if you don't come up with uh, an offer commensurate with those expectations, then uh, I may have to look elsewhere. Lakers here. We just want to slip word that uh, you have other sources of leverage outside Houston. How much space do you guys have, Lakers? About $29 million. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll, but hopefully we don't have to go down that road. Sixers, we, of course, appreciate your contributions, especially those in, let's call it, three out of the seven games in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. But those were essential contributions. We do really value that. And you helped stabilize our offense. And you're a part of Joel Embiid getting his first regular season MVP, first of many. Full boat max is not something it, that works with our salary structure, especially when you consider what Joel Embiid is going to make over the next couple of years. So we're we kind of have a couple of different concepts in place here. So we can give you more money over per year over fewer years. So we're thinking maybe not full max, but something closer to that on a two year deal or something more like. 35 million a year for three years. And if you want to add a fourth, we would do that, but it would be heavily protected from our end. But if you want to win the press conference and say you got a four year deal with a maximum possible value of, so let's say, let's say 33 million times four. So that'd be, if you want to say you got a four year, $132 million deal, and then like three or four days later, it comes out that that fourth year is very lightly guaranteed with some pretty ambitious triggers, we would be willing to do something in that framework so that's not gonna be enough uh you know i do understand maybe that 35 percent max might be a little bit much uh but that's certainly not enough to make me go look out elsewhere on the marketplace i mean if you think about it i'm sure that the lakers who were just out there and uh and i'm sure houston too we don't even you don't want me to even talk to Houston because, uh, <laughs> oh. you know, they got 61 oh, we're, we're million not, in space. We're not space. afraid of you talking to Houston, just to be abundantly clear. Uh, we are we are willing. We would rather lose you than have you on a deal that will hamstring this franchise for four years. So uh, that, that seems like exactly what Daryl Morey would say to, to James Harden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wear his James Harden t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, how how dare you talk that way to the 2015 through 2020 six-time MVP in Daryl Morey's eyes? 
Uh, second place finisher in 2014. Uh, so the Lakers, I would presume, would offer me a deal starting at 29 million with the max raises uh, over four years. And quite frankly, I'm exactly what the the Lakers need uh, as a another ball handler and passer. So I, I think I mean, you got to, yeah, go ahead. We, we were thinking over three years. Ah, see, it's already starting to come down, James. How do you know what they're saying to me? <laughs> <laughs> got ears like a bat all right so so i think what i want is whatever however you want to distribute it i'm looking for 140 million guarantee Ooh. what's the most you could offer me lakers just just out of curiosity yeah so the the very most we could offer you is about 123.6 million and that's the four years and it would be nice to go back to la back yeah that's where i'm from oh yeah okay yeah that makes sense yeah that's gonna be part that is gonna be part of your deck right i mean listen at at the pitch meeting we know the lakers decks sometimes have not been great We we really wanted to do two years to keep you lined up with LeBron Anthony Davis. And maybe you want to do that, too, so you have the flexibility, right? I mean, you probably don't want to be stuck here if they're moving on. But we were willing to do three as a, as a show of good faith. Sixers? I mean, we've already offered you a four-year contract. We could maybe make the last year half guaranteed. That gets you very close because the overall value of ours was 132 if you got all the way there. If we half guaranteed that last year, that gets you pretty dang close. I think that sounds pretty wanna, good. Yeah, yeah. What, what do, do you, you want to live in Los Angeles or Philadelphia? Um, Yeah, I think I kind of mostly want to get paid. Uh, I, I like, I think we, yeah, I think I we could probably can compete for a little bit longer in Philly. I'm there already. I don't really need to be, deal with like, like this whole team run by clutch and like be the third guy there. Like I don't, that didn't really work out for oh. me that well. And Brooklyn. What, so, what yeah. if we, what if we did the, so we'd need to do four years fully guaranteed to beat Philly's offer. Is that where we're at? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, one thing that we could possibly do Lakers is put a player option on the end. Uh, and with an understanding if it's going well, then we could opt out and, and bring me down to a lower salary. Uh, or there's always just the possibility that I would want to leave and bail you out of that too. If you're in a different place as a franchise, I don't think the way we've seen teams and players work together, I don't think a player option is always necessarily a bad thing for the team even. Right. I mean, we could do accomplish the same thing with the team option. <laughs> sure. You could. <laughs> <laughs> and just trust insane. us if things if things are going well, well, well and you want to exer- exercise and stay we'll do that of course are, are, are we really seeing rob Polinka argue for a team option over a player option <laughs> okay so so let, let's get back <laughs> to philly though much client or not though let, let's get back to philly here so fourth year half guaranteed chris paul style and you're talking uh, what's the total value so we had offered you 33 million years that's 132 in total in total overall salary half year guaranteed half final year guaranteed uh, lake lakers here we've got a couple other guys we'd be interested ahead of this but if we strike out in our other guys we would do the four years hmm. which would be for all our cap space that would be for a total of uh yeah like I said, about 123.6 million Rockets, you, you, uh, I let you know what the state of the discussion is. Can you uh, beat these offers significantly? I think we'd prefer to just kind of stay quietly in the background here. You know, it's <laughs> an option. Without there are talking certain, any there are specific certain places numbers. where James Harden rumored to attend where lurking in the background is not encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> eh, some people are more into that than, uh, than being front and center in, uh, in a place like that. Uh, usually you don't bring a honey bun to stay in the stay in the corner. <laughs> uh all right, let, let's uh who who's uh higher on your list, Lakers, to, just for uh off season planning purposes here? Because may, maybe we need to to get that figured out first. Yeah. Um rather than pay James Harden for four years fully guaranteed, we'd be more interested in seeing where things are out with Fred Van Vliet, Chris Middleton, uh Jeremy Grant, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, okay. Uh, Philly, I'm going to take that offer. Yes! <laughs> with the last year half guaranteed. It, I think there's a pretty decent chance the way things go these days with the new CBA where you have to guarantee guys to trade them that I'll probably end up getting all that money just like Chris Paul did. Uh, I intend to be a better player at the end of this than Chris Paul is, and so the cap will be going up. So, yeah, set, 
Sign me up for that four-year, $132 million deal, final year, partially guaranteed. Billy, how are you structuring that year-to-year? We'd like to see a little bit on how the rest of the offseason shakes out, but preliminarily, we're going to backload it and um, and that way and just see how much wiggle room we have under tax. That is our preliminary, but generally what we've understood with James is that we can, as long as we agree to the terms, that we can structure it how we need to by the end of July, like 8th or whatever. Yeah, so if you start me as low as possible, Philly, where does that leave you financially? Does that open up any exception money? Assuming Montrez Harrell has opted in, that would give them... Um, uh, Montrose Harrell opted out, my friend. Did he? he is a, yes, he is a free agent. Good, good for him. And this will be the last we heard of Montrose Harrell in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives them about $10 million below the tax line, although with six roster spots, five or six roster spots to fill. Oh, so they definitely could use the taxpayer mid-level. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's see what else is out there for you, Philly. Uh, I'm willing to work with you on whatever structure you would like. Probably makes sense to start it higher uh, and decline it rather uh, uh, for me. But if there's something else that you can do uh, this year that actually works, then I, I think maybe we'll start it lower. But uh, I'm willing to work with you on that. I think that four for 132, I feel I feel good about that. Pleasure doing business with you, James. Well, well. I think uh, the free agency of Fred Van Vliet should come next because uh, it would appear. Wait, so Kyrie wasn't on the Lakers list? Uh, was not notable in his absence. He may become on the Lakers list uh, at, at a later point. Uh, it's that time again. Time to start thinking taxes. But this tax smart move for 2023 could make it less painful. Open and fund a Fidelity IRA before the tax deadline. You could reduce your taxable income in a traditional IRA or get tax-free withdrawals in retirement with a Roth IRA. Plus, there are no account fees or minimums to open an account. Get started at fidelity.com slash IRA. No account fees or minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. But yeah, let, let's talk about Fred Van Vliet first, and then we can, we can get to Kyrie, because it seems like Van Vliet might have the most interested suitors of just about any team. Lakers here. Yes. Uh, we, we will do uh, all our cap space, max raises, and uh, I, on the condition that uh, Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James plan to stay the rest of your time in Los Angeles, or at least Anthony Davis. Magic here, where our offer is actually very similar to the Lakers. Um, we could you can't have anthony davis stay in orlando <laughs> well i just mean in terms of the fine the finances yeah part. yeah in terms of that that we don't have those sorts of preconditions but we can you know be a part of a good young team in a state with no personal income tax and a little so different than our know, offer rockets here if you're interested in being part of a good young team in a state with no income tax we are willing <laughs> to offer more annually than either of these teams we ma- are ma- magic here to- we said good young team not bad young team that turns I, the ball over infinite times we're going to be a good young team as soon as we have Fred Van Fleet as our point guard. Uh, we were thinking three years, $100 million, and we'll front load that. All right, so we got Magic, Rockets, Lakers. Anybody else interested in Fred Van Vliet? Raptors, we're here. I mean, you you, you know what you know what we are. We, we would we'll be willing to do. So we, we could do three years at, you know, let's call it, th- let's call it 31 million a year. If you go to a, a full fourth or a fifth year, we'd probably want to tone it down a bit, like 29 million, but you'd still be making significantly more overall than you're getting in these offers. Uh, could we do a three plus one Raptors, given the how well things have worked out with the organization? And again, you know, I'd like to maybe finish my career in Toronto and uh, that player option could give me security if things go poorly, but also maybe provide a possibility to to opt out and, and finish my career in Toronto uh, with a, a deal that would work for both sides. We love player options here in Toronto, um, especially if, if players sign at terms that we are willing to accept. So uh, four years, 116 million, that's 29, 29 million a year. We would do that. Yeah, I think Rockets I th- here. Yeah. yeah. What kind of annual salary on a three-year deal would you need to convince you to, to come to us instead of saying in Toronto on that deal? On a three-year deal? Yeah. 40 million. 
I think I think that's too rich for us. I think we'd go 35, but not 40. Well, why don't you just do a fourth year? Like the 35 million a year for four years. That's I mean, realistically, I've got 30 from Toronto. I'm probably gonna get 30 for the Lakers. Uh, you know, Orlando, probably same thing. So I like Rockets, you're no offense, but uh, and I would never choose money, but you may have to beat those offers just you know, because I'm not quite as familiar with your situation. <laughs> this is a bet on himself guy, though. He bet on himself when he was on the right side of the age curve, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they, I, I do need to get that fourth year uh, for sure. That's that's going to be uh, an absolute priority. Okay, so the the Raptors are offering you how much over four? We are offering him 116 over four with a fourth year player option. Well, and uh, my salary, my salary in the first year needs to start with a three. It could start in a three, and then it could go in a different direction. But sure, we could do that if it makes you happy. Could it start in a in a Two eight point seven five Lakers here. <laughs> I think we'd be do- willing to do a hundred and thirty million over four years, and then remember we'd be starting you at your highest point, so you'd be well over thirty million in the first year, but also over thirty million in the last year on this deal. That is pretty interesting, Lakers. I mean, can you just offer me as much as you can? That's what we're we're doing. Uh, yeah. So it's that that uh, one hundred twenty three point six million dollars total, starting at uh, twenty eight point seven five, escalates over. Over 33 in year four. Three plus one, 15% trade bonus. That's a sick team. Me, Austin Reeves. No. God, I don't know if we. Uh, sure. I mean, what does it matter? You're it, you're not yeah. going to be any good four years from now anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, we probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, the other thing, too, is you got the. I don't think there's any other player you can get that's going to affect the decision making of LeBron James and Anthony Davis as free agents uh, next uh, um, season. Ra- Ra- Raptors here, we could go up two million a year, so that would be we get to one twenty four. Same structure, if that makes a difference. We don't know if it how, how you're comparing whether these are apples to oranges or apples to apples, but we will make that offer to you. Um, you know, I think I like the Lakers situation better at this point. Uh, there's also a lot of benefits. Of just being a Lakers player from an endorsement standpoint and just a general pub standpoint, which would be good. Uh, you know, my, my agency has a lot of connections there as well. So I, I think Toronto and Houston, you're going to have to significantly beat that Lakers off. Wow, you're grouping us with Houston. Understood. Uh, maybe you don't have to beat it as much as Houston would have to beat it by. I feel like the highest we would go is $136 million over four years. Yeah, so that's an extra $13 million. Correct. And Lakers are offering me a player option and a trade bonus as well. Uh, the Lakers are certainly offering you that. Yeah, I think the Lakers is what it is. I, I feel comfortable there with the, the clutch connections and uh, would, would be really excited about joining a, a possible championship contender. There's, I mean, if when you combine the possibility of winning, being in L.A., and some good good flexibility there as well with the player option, I, I think that has to be it. So are the Lakers well, going to try to negotiate a sign-in trade here? Um, I mean, I feel like, uh, let me see, are we going to run into some, uh, some, you know, if you uh, check out, I don't check out ESPN.com today, conveniently, there's a Fred Van Vliet sign and trade that, that some brilliant writer came up with that, uh, you know, could potentially allow them to keep Rui Hachimura as well. Well, uh, we could use the room exception for, for Rui. We're hoping, uh, Rui needs um, more than that. I mean, well, with a little wink, wink, a little nudge, nudge, a little bird rights, uh, next year. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I think I would rather get paid now coming off that rookie scale deal. There's just too much risk, especially in this L.A. situation where LeBron and AD could opt out. You could be in a totally different situation. Uh, so I, I think, you know, if I suffer like a Victor Oladipo-like fate, like that's a, a cautionary tale. So I, I think much better to just do the sign And then also, you know, you can hold on to some of these other guys that you have bird rights on uh, as well. I mean, uh, which is I important. don't know how much we, we can. Obviously, uh, re-signing Austin Reeves is going going to be the number one priority and then if we do the sign trade then we're we're hard capped yeah what's the math like on that so once we add in van vliet's salary that puts us uh that gives us about 37 million dollars in first apron room uh however that's with just seven players well why don't we do this uh let's see how the rest of things shake out it's probably a little too early at least for our purposes here to talk Rihachimura. so let's yeah. see how the rest of things shake out you can always uh, i mean i think lakers you're willing to if you have to use cap space you're willing to do that right so i think yes absolutely yeah, yeah. so we'll see what, what happens with toronto and you know i mean maybe they could even be fold in something larger there uh, 
as well get get another player who could could uh who could help but yeah let's let's hold on to that for now and move on to uh Kyrie Irving Dallas uh, it had been reported earlier that uh a max deal for me in Dallas over four years was done when the trade was made it certainly didn't trade for me without the expectation of what my salary demands would be and uh, that's the whole reason that I engineered this trade to be in Dallas uh, so we got a pretty good framework I think uh, here and you know so I'm looking for I, I won't get try to get you on the fifth year you know maybe we could add a, a partial guarantee there if you think that would be useful on that fifth year but I think uh, the full max o- over four is what I'm looking for come on Kyrie you know better than to just trust those media reports you know who's behind those um me <laughs> it's very trustworthy when it comes for me um we'd like to keep you of course and we're gonna offer you a high salary um we can't quite do the full max because we want to maximize the team around you and luca and we know you're an unselfish player we come just a little bit below the max that'll give us enough flexibility to use the uh the full non-taxpayer mid-level exception and uh we're open to doing five years but we'd like to have maybe some type of rolling guarantee system um for years let's say two through five where it's based on how many games you played the year before but we can keep the threshold real low like something like a it's unguaranteed until you play i don't know 60 games that should be real easy for you you're a dependable player you know you you don't have availability issues you're you know you pride yourself on that so what you know let's just say every year is unguaranteed guaranteed until you played 60 games the the year before yeah you know it was these sorts of uh discussions uh, that made me feel as though the brooklyn nets organization didn't have my back and and uh, i dallas i feel so much more comfortable there and it would really be a rough for you uh if you want rolling guarantees you might have to picture me rolling because that's (laughs) not going to work I mean, is I'm going to say this as delicately as I can. Is there anybody else interested? Rockets might have interest depending on what the price point was. Uh, th- that's very interesting. Or, uh, Orlando I, Magic could be interested on a, we would do more of a short-term deal. You get back out there again, but you'd have a chance to play in star for us. Yeah, I think just for, for me, from a personal standpoint, you know that I have uh, very strong beliefs and, that I and principles I'm not willing to compromise on, and the idea of some sort of games played guarantee, particularly so early in the contract, uh, that that just that doesn't work for me. Like if you lose me, Dallas, Luka Doncic is gone. I am your last hope, and you know I might be willing to work with you on what the annual value is. Uh, because I do understand that uh, we could potentially use the full mi- mid-level here. And, you know, I do really want to win. I think Dallas represents a great chance of that. But the idea of significant non-guarantees early in the contract is just not acceptable to me in the slightest. Okay. Like, that's just not going to happen. So, so, so let's do guaranteed in years one through three, and then some type of games played for years four and five. Well, well let me ask you this, Dallas. I'm willing to work with you. What is the highest possible salary I could get in year one that would still enable you to use the full mid-level, maybe even possibly stay out of the tax if you move on from Joel or, or uh, JaVale McGee, which I, I think you could figure out a way to do, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, easier said than done uh, yes I, I i've heard that he might be a little difficult to trade but if you uh I, again i'm willing to work with you there but i also want to feel like you're giving me the most that you can within the constraints of me helping you and us win together well i i got i'm not going to say this to Kyrie irving uh but we are very grateful that you're open to doing it for us staying out of the tax we thought uh doing it to stay out of the uh the first to stay under the first apron uh would have been generous so we're well we're i mean that's with that's in, with in moving javel that's with moving oh. javel mckee too i mean he only makes five seven this year you know it's 12 so million we'll, in salary or so so let, let's call well. it stretching mcgee I mean, yeah it's not much of a difference um you know we'd also have some interest in using our biannual exception yeah, I don't know that a $4 million, I, I mean, again, I, I might, well, let's get to that number first of like what it would be to be able to use the mid-level. What's the starting salary there? Let's see. So for just the MLE and not leaving us room to use the BA. Okay. I was going toward using the BA. So with just the MLE, it would be looking at about $43 million. So could we do a three-year deal on that and maybe a partial guarantee in year four? Just curious when you, when you hear partial in year four, uh, you're thinking uh you know like, it wouldn't 
half or like a couple million um i'd say maybe a third guaranteed uh, i mean i think like maybe like 15 million guaranteed out of the uh you know what would it be it'd be probably in the uh getting up close in the 50 million range that year so small enough that if you just needed to wave me and stretch me it wouldn't be significant mm. And that's sort of the the way I'm thinking about it is I'm working with you to take less than the max. Yeah. So give me the money that I'm forgoing by not taking the max as that partial guarantee in the last year. I'm going to have to bring it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got to fill out the roster too. I wasn't uh, accounting for that. So it's, it's it would have to, I'm sorry, it'd have to be actually about 38 with those minimum, even with those minimum salaries. Wait, yeah. time out. How are you getting that in? Are you counting the 12 million for the non-tax MLE in there? Or you're saying tax MLE? Non-tax. So I'm saying if Kyrie took He's, 38 and, and we uh, amnestied, uh, or not amnesty, uh, stretched oh, well, JaVale. I, I see where I'm so wrong. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's, yeah, it's about 35 probably, right? Uh, I've got it at about uh, 38, maybe 37, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And also, like, I think we could go into it with the idea if you're slightly over the tax now, there's ways to get out of that by the, the end of the year. Uh, or if it's too prohibitive. Not than not fine pay a little tax yeah well yeah 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 i'm saying like if you could be in the tax but you still below the hard cap right that that's the where we're talking about you get an extra six million oh gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. Um, all right so so let's say 37 and so 37 million dollars starting salary mm-hmm. and we'll do uh five years and we'll do the fourth year uh 15 million guaranteed and the last year unguaranteed why do I want to agree to that fifth year? I guess it's probably a good thing to have that. Maybe I don't know. You, you, I mean, the only purpose of that would be. Uh, can Can I, as the peanut gallery, make a suggestion on how you could do this? Okay, sure. Josh Hart, player option, non guarantee. I know. I mean, we we value the team control in that. That's part of our offer. Can you guarantee a little something in that last year, just just to make it so it's the, you know five million or something guaranteed in the last year? If if you want to buy that team control, you at least give me something because there's no reason for me to agree i mean the reason for you to agree to that is what's your better offer Kyrie doesn't think that way i'll tell you what we would do we would well no that's gonna bring i was gonna say if you bring down your salary a little bit from the 37 and gives us more flexibility to maybe use the bae depending on what else we do well i think let's agree on a guaranteed number yeah and we'll uh, agree do, on the let, a guaranteed number, and we'll agree on the five years, and then I, if you I'll want to structure you, I'll it make, differently, I'll make, I'll make it simple. We'll, let's just compromise at three million guaranteed on the fifth year. I want to do zero. You want to do five? We'll do three. Fine. Okay. So what's that work out to total then? And what what uh, is the guaranteed number? So the total on that is going to be two hundred and fourteen point six million dollars, and it'll get be guaranteed for uh, almost a uh, hundred and thirty eight. Yeah, with uh, that number out there in the first tweet of five for 214, I should tell you, Riley Irving is going to be getting some new clients here, baby. (laughs) Deal is done. And I think if there's really some amazing candidate with the BAE out there or some kind of sign and trade option where you need a little bit of extra wiggle room, we can work together on that. But we still want to have that total 138 guaranteed. Maybe we just bump the, the starting salary down a little bit, push more of the guarantee into the later years. Uh, particularly that fifth year, I would be very interested in having more of that guaranteed. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so we can we can work together on that. Sounds good. Peanut gallery. I think that sounds like a reasonable place for this to go. Seems realistic to me. Um, I, I the the tension between winning the original tweet and the protections on the back end could I think they're going to be the most intense part of this negotiation rather than external leverage. It's going to be that, and so I think that fit in well with this. I think it might end up being a higher proportion guaranteed in those last two years, but the general structure and the starting salary seem almost spot on. See, I would say I think it's possible we see a more lucrative deal for shorter years. Yeah, I think I valued the years more than the Mavericks might. Um, yeah, that that's that could be very possible. But I think the most important thing, though, is that John Hollinger was proven correct that Kyrie probably going to get the most money guaranteed. Although we shall see about that. <laughs> You're that optimistic about Jeremy Grant? <laughs> Blazers Portland's here, man. don't be. <laughs> oh, there might be another some suitors out there for Jeremy Grant. Well, that will do it for 
part one of the mock-off season. This is the only public episode that we are going to be providing. I want to encourage you again to subscribe, particularly with that mock-off season sale. You can get the six episodes a week, including one uh, with John Hollinger, Dan Feldman's writing every day, access to the Discord, Seth Partnow's writing a couple times a week. And uh, I will tell you, I left that off with uh, the mention of Jeremy Grant for a reason. Uh, that, uh, that gets a little interesting in part two, available exclusively on Dunked On Prime. And then again, a reminder too, if you are in a difficult financial situation and you're not able to afford the full price membership, uh, we definitely can accommodate you. Just check out that letter that's in my pinned tweet at Nate Duncan NBA for more details on that. Hope to see you soon on Dunked On Prime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.